Hey everybody, I forgot to mention in this episode, because uh, you know why I would forget something. It's our seventh anniversary. Dining with Doug and Karen, now Dining with D&K, has been going for seven years. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to every chef, every restaurant. This one tonight was the perfect one for seven years because we had such a good time. Enjoy the show! Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squidding, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everybody, my name is Doug. Hi. Hey everyone. I am Karen. Hello. Hi. <laughs> you change it up every time. Well. I never know. That's what people like I never to know change. what you're going to say, Karen, and it's a delight to be surprised by you continuously. Some people call this dining with D and K. Some call it dining with Doug and Karen. I just say, don't call it late for supper. Joining us <laughs> for, I think, the second time. Because mm-hmm. we're going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> now, see? <laughs> I hurt my Is foot Joe did you? I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, you jumped so much. Well, like, that's because I, I didn't think I it was even, coming that time. I didn't even raise my hands. Oh, it was all in my God voice. Damn it. It, it scared all, me too. It was, Jesus and it's really Christ. echoing here. We were at uh, a place on Hollywood Boulevard called Lono, mm-hmm. L-O-N-O, Tiki Bar, and oh. uh, I imagine Polynesian Eatery, and um, they're not open. Which is Joe awesome. DeRosa's here. Hi. It's Hi, Joe. Wednesday, April 17th. That's all the important stuff, right? God, is it? Uh, Joe. I, I, don't, I don't know how you guys run your show. Do you, have, do, you do, do other announcements at the time? No, she meant the she's w- surprised that it's April 17th. I mean, I really am. Oh, oh, I thought you were asking me if that was all the important announcements. What a lovely, oh. cool day it was yesterday. Uh, it was lovely overcast yesterday. I this, love every second of it. But don't you, aren't you awfully aware of when it's mid-April because of taxes, or do you do taxes at a different time? End of the year. You do it at your own, your own pace? I do it at the end of the year, yeah. What about you? Uh, you know, I, 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 got in, I got it in like a few weeks ago. I, I don't wait till the last minute. I always am. I moonlight as an accountant. No. Oh. So this is a very busy time of year for me. <laughs> so happy you could make it. <laughs> well, some questions for you later about, wow. our, about our podcast. Comedian, actor, podcaster, veterinarian, veteran. You're a veteran, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Of the comedy wars. Yeah, the comedy wars. You've been out there on the battlefields <laughs> of comedy, playing places like Top Golf. Top Golf. Yeah, Top Golf. Uh, Chef will be here in 15 minutes. Yeah, I heard that. I was gonna, I was gonna go ahead and leave that off the thing because now know. people, now we're on a clock. Now we're like, now they're gonna know they're gonna listen to us talk for 15 minutes. God, I can't, Joe. This is the she basic. can never do the right thing. I can't. Well, and I, I mean, and I try. I thought for sure he'd want me to mention it because sometimes he goes, "Don't sit and then mention it, and then he goes, "Don't mention it." What yeah, you don't you want mean? to mention how long something's going to take. That was just common sense. I guess if you're as a doctor, an inter- you as an entertainer, tell- you're a doctor, you like, can tell people how long something will take. When you do stand up, when you open your set, do you say, "This is going to be 15 minutes"? Oh, totally. I always let them know. So Everybody, they- check your watch. No, so that they can leave and then come back <laughs> when the other person comes on. That's how I do it. I let them know. Give you guys get a nice 15 minute window to go yeah. do what you got to do. That's like the joke you make when it's going terribly. 
like when you're bombing, then then you make the joke of like, guys, I've only got another 48 minutes up here. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's when it's because it's like, oh, don't tell us. Yeah, it's going to be. Don't worry. Phil. Don't tell no, us don't how long worry. it's going to be. Or you do the old uh, and uh, we'll be done with this in approximately three to four hours. Yeah. yeah you don't know. And you try to act yeah. like it's going to be long. There are some uh, there are some classic <laughs> uh, bits that you can do. Yeah, uh, our friend Greg Otto used to do uh, <laughs> Greg Otto's second joke used to be, well, all right, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> Is Greg Otto Otto? And that's not Otto and George. No, Otto, no, right? it's a different guy. It was a Southern California comedian who. Is not as well known as he should be, in my opinion. He is so funny. He came on this show once. You were on the show once before, Joe. Mm-hmm. Where? Where were we when you did it? It was still at uh, Nerd Melt. We were at Meltdown Comics in yeah. the Louis De Palma suite. Yes. And who'd we bring in? Who'd we drag in? What kind of chef did we get that I day? I can't remember what her name was, but it was very good. Yeah. It was delicious. And she almost made like a... Um, it was almost like a like a fancy like take on like picnic foods. Hmm. I remember it was like finger sandwiches. There was like a hummus oh. dip kind of thing. Was, was she from Grub? I, I I couldn't even if you said we her name, I wouldn't Grub? remember. Yeah, Betty Frazier. I bet that's who it was because she brought Frazier stuff made. Grub. It was a while ago. Yeah. Grub's and a great it was so fucking hot in that room. That's all I remember. Right. This is a real step up. We're in like yeah. a kind of indoor outdoor space in the back uh, of Lono Tiki Good. Bar on Hollywood Boulevard. Good place uh, for a party, huh? You know what else yeah. I remember about that day? They're having a private function tonight. It was about. It was around the, the Weinstein scandal, and you said wear something light because it gets real hot in there. And then we started doing a Weinstein text. It's like, Are did we, you just Weinstein me? We, we're calling him Weinstein now. Weinstein? Yeah. I always say Weinstein. Is it Weinstein? It's Weinstein. <laughs> That's probably why you get so many laughs with it. Because it already sounds like, you know, it's that fun, kind of like belittling somebody by saying their name wrong. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I was Fucking Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> you Weinstein hey, this, this Harry Weinstein guy. What a jerk off. That's, uh, I never knew. <laughs> that was before me, too. That that was the joke that in, you know, in Young Frankenstein when he goes, it's Frankenstein when he's like mm-hmm. very adamant uh-huh. about that. I never knew that that joke exists in that movie because at that time, Jewish people who were embarrassed of being Jewish would say, it's Steen, not Stein. Yeah. So that was the joke. Was no, he was really like, political. I'm Frankenstein. <laughs> I was like, that makes it so much funnier, man. <laughs> yeah, and but also just a great emotional moment to admit that he's Frankenstein when, he, <laughs> when the monster comes to life. Yeah, you yeah. Know, once yeah. he realizes his grandfather's work wasn't, wasn't in vain and was real. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. He, then he would admit to it because he thought his grandfather was crazy. It's, uh, that movie's so perfect. It's the best, I think, Mel Brooks movie. Mm-hmm. I think. It's, it's so different from the others. Like the others are all yeah. so crass. Like it, there's a few dirty jokes, but for the most part, it's humor without having to, uh, you know, resort to farting. Well, it's because Wilder co-wrote it. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the only one that Wilder co-wrote with him. And I think it's the only Mel Brooks movie that Mel Brooks didn't just write himself. I think. Well, yeah, like a team of writers on Blazing Saddles because Richard right. Pryor was one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, and Gene Wilder didn't write on Blazing Saddles because he wasn't even supposed to be in it. They had yeah. to call him the first day of shooting because the guy they hired, uh, Gig Young, showed up too drunk to perform. Oh, too drunk to perform oh the God. scene where he's hanging upside down in the jail cell, too drunk to uh, you know, right. comprehend why a black sheriff just walked into the room. Where do you both put Saddles in the Mel Brooks hierarchy of films? 
you know. And when you're referring films? to the other films, only use one word from the title. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, let's see. I go saddles on top. <laughs> then I maybe then uh, I go a little Frankenstein. Then I go anxiety. Then, then I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> got to get balls in there somewhere. Um, it's hard for me because I, I was such a fan so early on, and like a movie nobody watches or cares about that I think is an absolute masterpiece is his second one, The Twelve Chairs. I never saw that one. Such a great premise. Such a great movie. Young Frank Langella is a very charismatic person who's always talking people into doing things they don't want to do. And, um, but also like kind of depressing and a great score by John Morris who did all the, those great scores for Mel Brooks movies. Um, yeah, Dom DeLuise, very funny in it. Oh, I got to see it. A wild Dom DeLuise, like out of control Dom DeLuise because he's like, you know, dressed up like a priest, but he's, you know, actually a guy trying to... I don't know, think I have seen He's it. trying to rob some uh. jewels from from somebody. There's... Okay, so these, there's 12 really nice chairs. <laughs> this takes place, like, in, in Russia a long time ago, and um, there's a bunch of nice chairs that somebody made, a whole set, and in one of the chairs is a bunch of jewels in the cushion. Okay. And so the movie is several factions, several different people that know about this chair trying to find that chair because the, the, the pieces the set has been broken up. So the chairs are just in random places uh, far apart from each other. Okay. So the movie's like this kind of odyssey of these people trying to get to the chair that has the jewels in it. Oh, okay. And is it's it like so a, funny. Is, it like a Hitch, is, it, is there a Hitchcockian tone to it? No, no. Like it's the all, 12, the it's all either chairs, wacky yeah. or sad because they're, they're also destitute and desperate to get this. That sounds amazing. this chair. I love Dom DeLuise. His... Uh, that's always one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my top ten ever. Directed by Mel Brooks' wife, Anne Bancroft. Yes, and written by Anne Bancroft, and starring Anne Bancroft. <laughs> so, and she was always so skinny her whole career. Well, she's <laughs> not the fatso. Fat He's the no, fat-so. I know. But to oh. make a movie called to be yeah. like I'm thin, I'm gonna make a movie called Fatso. <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. Have you seen it? You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful movie. Uh, it's but Tom DeLuise is always amazing. He's incredible in it. Um, but I think he should have gotten an His, Oscar. Like when he laughs at something that. that's so goddamn infectious. He should have got an Oscar nomination for that. I'd watch two hours of just him and Burt Reynolds just making each other laugh. I was just thinking laugh. that, yeah. <laughs> like on Carson. That you know, that cool. was the problem. Sometimes the car chasing parts would get in the way of like, just be silly and funny. His funniest delivery ever is in Cannonball Run. The funniest thing Dom DeLuise ever did is in Cannonball Run when they have that crazy doctor in the van. Because uh, remember they pro- they pose as ambulance drivers, yeah. to, so they can speed, and they got they hire a doctor so that they can fake it, and the doctor they hire is like f- batshit, like he's out of his fucking mind. He's a liability. I think it's like Jack Elam or something. Yeah, and um, <laughs> he looks crazy. He acts crazy. Like there's everything wrong with him, but he's all they can get. And uh, they do get pulled over for speeding, and the cop is like dressing down Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise as the drivers. And they're like, why are you going so fast? And he's like, we got a patient in the back. She's real sick. And he's like, where are you at it? Or he goes, California. <laughs> he's like, why didn't you fly if she's that sick? And Dom Dolby says, it's great take. He goes, I don't know. We're just the drivers. You got to ask the doctor. No. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows that's not he the right one. <laughs> as soon as he says that, that that's not going to be any help. Yeah, as soon as it goes out of his mouth. It's like, this is going to be worse. I it's love the it. Best, it's the best delivery I've ever seen. And the outtakes at the end of the movie, 
because they always put the outtakes at the end of the cannonball runs. Mm-hmm. All of their outtakes are from that scene. And Reynolds... Because <laughs> he's just losing his mind yeah, the whole time. Reynolds is slapping him repeatedly. Like There's like a, oh, there's a part where so Demo is just laughing and crying and he's going, don't hit me, don't hit me. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so endearing and it's really funny. All right. That's enough movie talk on this <laughs> on this food podcast. I, d- I could listen to it. I know now there's a the L- other Mel Brooks movie I can watch later that I'll know about. I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, it's no, it's really good. I don't know where you can find it, but if it's out there, watch it. I, I mean, the music's so good. It's really good. I'm going to look it up now, but I think it's on my Blu-ray I mean, I think set. you'll be moved by it at the end. Like, it's not just a wacky comedy, but Mel Brooks is in it, and he's really funny in it. And this is the one that he followed the producers with. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, you know, the producers, he won, like, the Oscar for Best Screenplay. And he was on top of the world, so he made something awesome and nobody liked it. It's his Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you have any thoughts on that new Weezer record? I love it. I mean, it's... You love it. I, I, you know, just because it's fun to me to just hear a bunch of, you know... Like every single song on that album, I don't own it in any capacity because it's the kind of song that, yeah, you hear it all the time anyway. You don't need to own it. Right. You know, just classic pop songs. But then to just hear Rivers doing it, and a lot of them are super faithful covers, so they like kind of just sound like the original. No, not the covers one. I like the covers one. That's what I'm talking about. No, the new one. There's a new, new There's one? one after Since it. Since Teal? Since Teal. I haven't listened. But a new one came out called The Black Album. He's prolific. If nothing else, I really like the the summer. What's the one with the beach house on the cover? That was the one before Teal, and uh, I really like that one a lot. I thought that one was a pretty good return to form. I yeah. think, yeah, it had some good ones on there. But the newest one was too. It's the single is called like "Get Your Grind On" or so. It's like uh-huh. a little too tongue and cheeky. Like they used to sprinkle that stuff in, like yeah. in Buddy Holly. What's with these homies dissing my girl? They would just they would put a little bit in, and you'd kind of be like, "Wait, what? Oh, that's weird that he said it that way." Yeah. But now, like with the song where the chorus is that phrase, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. little too much for me. No, it's, some of it's like a little. It. Yeah. I think you should produce the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time between you should get in there and comedy. Tell Rivers when he's being too cute. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, you know I've there's some of their songs I haven't loved over the years, but I just I I, I just love them. Uh, in general, and you know, Pinkerton will always be one of my favorites. I made fun of the new record on Instagram, and Searoff came after me real Oh much. my god, <laughs> Searoff came know, after me real when hard. When somebody's got stuff with tattoos or something, don't insult that thing. What is going on over there? I see Uh-oh, drinks coming. I see beverages, and they look tiki ish. They really do. Okay, we got a pina colada and a ring of fire. Oh. oh my gosh. Interesting. This is for you. Which guys. one would Johnny Cash drink? Okay. Oh, okay. I love Mezcal. Do you want to talk in the microphone? No, she doesn't. She's just a. We'll wait, but thank you so much. Don't shoot the messenger. This is great. I'm going to sip on this pina colada, or do you want to get a photograph of it? Maybe put it next to that fun pineapple. Do you think Johnny Cash ever made that joke where, like, do you ever remember where he's like, where they're like, what'd you do last night, Johnny? He's like, oh, I went to Carlos's, had the huevos rancheros. When I got home, talk about a ring of fire, man. Do <laughs> you think he ever made that, that, that joke? Yeah, yeah, it, it must have happened, right? <laughs> it must have happened. 
He must have, right? Yeah. <laughs> he had to. You know, that's just too. It's just right there for the taking. Oh, that's really good. You want to taste that? I'll give it a You like the Ring of Fire? It's got mezcal in it. I'm a big tequila guy. That's delicious. That's absolutely delicious. Yipes. Yeah. Yowza. Yeah, try it. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah, that's that tastes like um. Wow, that'd be a, that's a perfect beach drink. Oh my god, if you're on a beach with that, you'd be in heaven. Beach with that. What about a rooftop pool in Vegas? Oh, man, that's a strong little. I'm into that's it, a, Allison. That's a strong you know. little number. Yeah, her name's Allison, right? That's delicious. <laughs> Doug and I hung out at a rooftop pool in Vegas. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was so good. What were you guys up to? Just just hanging out in Vegas and. Um, Rachel Wolfson, who's been on this show, she was out at that uh, pizza place in uh, Atwater, I think. Yep. And um, Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. She, uh... oh, this pina colada is silly. Uh, so good. This is a dumb question. They, mm-hmm. That has milk in it, right? Oh, probably. Okay. Oh, I, it probably has coconut milk in it. I don't think it has I can have milk. coconut milk. I can't have dairy milk. I get like allergic to it. Well, do I mean, how much do you love it anyway? You're probably better off sticking with the tequila Yikes. one. These are some strong drinks. Is that good though? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll it's delicious. Sure yeah, it just take a I, just I take a little. Oh, oh, not, maybe not, swish it and spit it out. <laughs> probably doesn't have actual milk. I bet it has only coconut milk. If that, you know. Oh, wow, that's really good too. Does Uh-oh, it taste like actual milk to you? No, it just tastes like pineapple rum. Okay. I mean, not just like pot, you know. Yeah, it tastes mm-hmm. like other things too, but it tastes very good. I'll tell you right now, these drinks here are worth your your. They're a good bang for the buck. Because they're yeah, you, that drink you, is sixty three dollars. Sixty three dollars. Does it come with like a anything else, like a, t- a bag of chips or? Um, I took a peeksy at the um, the menu <laughs> on their website, and it it does look like they have some delicious stuff that we may uh, we may get to oh. enjoy eventually. And you know what? Fairly for these types of drinks, very fairly priced. Yeah, what does the uh, pina colada go for? Should uh, we play a game, Karen? Do you, okay. you and I want to guess? Should we do whoever gets see who gets closest without going, without over? going oh, over? Wait a minute, I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, so they are, they are no, pricey. No, they're still not too Uh-oh. crazy. Like the mai tai is twelve bucks. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold you, your horses! You're telling us too much. <laughs> Sorry, you hate that. Uh, all right, off the answers. So for the pina colada, I'm going to guess eleven dollars. <laughs> Well, what did you say? A mai, what was yours? You said the Mai Tai was mai twelve. Pina I colada. I kind of gave you that as a base, you know. Right. I'll yeah. say I'll say thirteen. It's higher than the yeah. Mai Tai. Yeah. Which, which is it, Joe? Fourteen. Whoa! I got it. But it is this is a good fourteen dollar pina colada? I gotta say. Uh, but drinks are all it's tall that and price, right? pretty and delicious. I got to be honest. If I got that Ring of Fire and I paid fourteen bucks for it, I wouldn't be that upset. Yeah. I'd say that was that tastes like a fourteen dollar drink. That tastes like effort went into it. It tastes like nothing I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> it's refreshing. I'm being serious. I know, but you're so funny. Because well, most, you I know, just like the way you talk. <laughs> there are bars you go to. I mean, for God's sakes, the you know the dive bar I used to go to that's cash only and smells like fryer oil. You know, if you get <laughs> McDonald's, I don't know what is it. Where did you? Where? I don't want to bash it, but it's, oh, no, it's no, a no, little want. place. But 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 it's the, okay. So I won't say the name. But you know, you get a you get a like a Jack and Coke. It's nine dollars, oh, and yeah. it tastes like a dive bar Jack and Coke for another five. You got yourself a fancy schmancy. It's really tasty. Yeah, and then they put the umbrella in and everything. Look at the sprinkles on the top, the foam. I mean, it looks like you know they cared. They do. Yeah. It's really nice. That's why they like to have you know people talking about it. They're, Tiki bar style. 
This is I'm total gonna come TV. here with a lady sometime. Really? Who will it be? Who's the lucky lady? Who knows? Oh, I heard listen he, to I this heard he has a regular lady. I'm going to call you a player. Uh, I don't I have heard a, a rumor. I'm dating, but I don't have a regular. Oh, okay. I'm not, I don't have a girlfriend. Let's put it that way. Okay. But you know, I but someone's sliding into that spot. I think. <laughs> You got it. Whoever comes here is the he's special got lady. One on the on the on the line. We'll see. You're not going to spend this line. much money on someone you don't care about that much. We'll um, take her to the dumb dive bar where the Jack and Coke is. Well, on I didn't. The night. I didn't say I was going to buy her food too. I just uh, said I was going to oh. bring her for. Her. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, but I mean, this is a great. <laughs> this is what a, a gentleman. I'm just kidding. This is a great place. You come in and you go. You go. Let's start over there, and get a couple pearl divers or navy grogs. These are the names of the drinks. Mm-hmm. What's Very vacationy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we're really uh, sticking to the whole tiki nautical kind of. This is my favorite name, Rum Cannonball. Oh, that's only twelve. In bucks. honor of Dom DeLuise. Right. <laughs> well, look at that one. That one's called Suffering Bastard. <gasps> oh, that's the next day. Yeah, let's try that one. Oh yeah, I want to order that one today. Because bastard is my try. favorite word. If they'll let us, they'll probably let us. That's what we're here to do, right? Drink well. and eat all their stuff, yes. Yeah, like it don't stop. For free. Yeah. Did you ever go to the Good Luck Bar yes. over by the Vista Theater? Yes. Beautiful uh, kind of dark Asian Chinese interior. Yeah, I like that bar. Really fun, nice bar. Closing. It's a little crowded, but I like it. Closing. Yeah. It, what? Closing. Why? Done. Finito. Why? Because uh, they sold that building to uh, develop, you know, build a uh, boutique hotel. Is the Vista closing? Oh, it's totally closing. No, the Vista's I mean, cool. Okay, cool. Vista, really? Or Vista. <laughs> Vista. I don't say it. You have fun with words. Do you say, uh, how do you... Uh, the <laughs> how do you say the thing Arnold says at the end? I saying it to it. I don't want to say the word one way or the other to see which way you say it. But, Describe uh, the thing and I'll the ter- say the What word. is the Terminator? How do you say, how do you pronounce A-P-R-I-C-O-T? Apricot. Okay. Is that how you say it? Well, I say, I don't really think about it. I think I say it whichever way just happens to come out of my mouth, but because uh, both are acceptable, apparently. But um, uh, apricot, apricot is what I'm, I think. I think that's what most people are saying these days. I'll tell you when I get shit for all the time. I say Mario. Oh. Mario? Yeah, like Super Mario. Yeah. I like that, though. That's okay. Well, it's hey, Mar- hey, Mario. It's East you know, Coast, yeah. It's less, but it's that seems more like a you know putting a fun spin on it rather than just sounding stupid. How do you say? Well, I don't do, do the it on boulevard purpose, yeah. that you take over this way, Los Los Feliz. <laughs> oh, you like when people say Los Feliz? Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of people. Navidad. Say that. I, I don't know how they get it. Where they get I it from? A, I don't know why they keep saying it. I think just when you look at it, you feel like saying it that way. Once you've heard it, you know, it makes sense Los to say Feliz. it the other way. I did a bar crawl in Los Feliz once on, for Christmas, and I was so excited. And in the middle of it, I announced, guys, we have to call this Feliz Navidad and do it every year. And nobody thought the name was clever. Nobody was impressed. <laughs> and we like never it. did it again. That was it. Not because of the name suggestion, but I really thought, like, this is going to really seal, seal That takes it. it to the next level when you put a fun name on yeah. it, like Sunday Fun Day or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, and speaking of fun days nice coming up, try. your holiday's coming up uh, around the corner. Uh, 420? Yeah. But yeah, it's this weekend. What's going to happen? I'm going to go to Friday night. I'm doing a countdown to 420 show in Royal Oak, Michigan at the Royal Oak Music Theater, where we do stand-up uh, late at night. It starts at 1015. 
this Friday. And, uh, that sounds fun. And then at midnight, we do a countdown to midnight, like it's New, Year- New Year's Eve. And then once it's 420, we you know, just go outside and celebrate the, the day. That sounds awesome. That sounds fun. And then I'm going to fly to Boston and do a show at the Wilbur Theater on uh, Saturday night. 420 Please proper. Come to Boston. I like to call it the Milburr <laughs> Theater. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that place that he sells out like, you know, he could sell out like seven nights in a row. Yeah. Do you. It's his Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Are you doing a, a stand up show at the Wilbur for mm-hmm. 420? Mm hmm. But you're not going to do a podcast too? Nuh-uh. No, because I've done Douglas movies at the Wilbur, and it's awesome, and especially the first time. But then each time I went back, more and more people would figure out that their name tags won't get picked if they're sitting all the way up in the balcony, uh, two balconies. Like more than half of the seats, or about half of the seats in that theater are all balcony seats. It's uh-huh. got gigantic balconies. And then a floor that's really nice to sit on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so people don't buy balcony seats for Douglas movies. So I, once I figured that out, I was like, well, I'll, I'll do a stand-up show in 420 and, you know, people will be, people could be both high and high if they buy balcony <laughs> seats. I, uh, yeah. That's I, uh, the true 420 experience. If exactly. It was. Yeah. The, uh, I, uh, I've never celebrated 420 because I'm not, I'm not a big weed guy, but You're I. You're not as hardcore about it, but you've uh, been on Doug, uh, Getting Doug with High. Mm-hmm. And, um. Uh, but you're more of a drinker, which is good for, you know, this show. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I could do Getting Doug with High. I just can't do, I can't do it the way you guys you really do, do it. Getting high like, and them. I feel like that undercuts the show a bit. Did, did when Stanhope was on, did he smoke weed? Yeah, he did. And he, he even, like, uh, at the end of it was kind of like, you know, I think I might be, like, into weed now. And then that didn't last. But at least temporarily, he was pretty positive about it. Okay, I'm positive about it. I just, it just, I get, I get freaked. Anyway, sorry, yeah, I've talked about that thing. a million times. Yeah, to you. I mean, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I wish I would be like, uh, you know, have a bad experience so I'd do it less. But so far, so good. I'm so jealous of you, dude. <laughs> they assigned like, they, they assigned me at Martin Soup 420 just because I know you. What? Yeah, they think that I'm like the biggest stoner alive. All the producer, all the people that are my bosses, because I work with you. Yeah, they not. think that I am that's, the know everything about weed. That's so strange. I'll go around a corner and I'll come back and they'll give me the sign like it's like I'm smoking pot. <sighs> Did she just go smoke some weed? <sighs> like, <laughs> they get well, a big what? kick out of it. But you never go smoke some weed. Do you, no, you say to them? They no, they do it I'm for not. a joke all the time. Oh. I think it's the most hilarious thing. All right. Well, that's fun. I like I like that someone's being harassed. But I got to write that fun <laughs> because script. of my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Secondhand harassment. I'm envious of people with weed that like weed and can handle it because it acts as. Then you get this great blanket to throw over booze, and then you need so much less booze. Like Doug can attest to this. Like when whenever we've been out to bars, I'll always be like, "You want to do a shot?" And he's like, "No." Because he doesn't need it. But to me, I'm like, well, I'm just drinking. Like, a shot would really liven it up for me right now. You know, like... Well, it's like when you're out smoking, somebody goes, want to do a dab? Yes. You right. know, that's like the, the you know, it's like yeah. a shot, you know? It's like, uh, so for me, it's too easy for me to overdrink and have a bad day the next day. Mm-hmm. So shots are like, it's just, once you've said yes to them, it's harder to say no to subsequent ones. Sure, sure, sure. Just one doesn't really count. 
it is an interesting difference. Like when someone's stoned, they don't, they're not craving that the person sitting next to them be stoned. They might be a little sad that they're not, but it's not enough to be like, come on, man, smoke. Yeah. But like when you're in a bar and you don't want to drink and the other person's drinking. Right. So yeah. upsetting. No, that's why I try to, that's why I try not to not pressure it with people. Like, you know, like, you want to do a shot? No. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, you asked us a few times the other night. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't raise yeah, your voice. because you start getting drunk and having fun, and you want people to be on the same plane. I think I only asked you the one time. Oh, you I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Little does he know. <laughs> yeah. If we hang out tonight, I won't do that, I promise. All right. I won't even ask you the first time. That's still a big if, because we we've got some, um, you know, I got to talk to my lady about what we're going to do tonight, because I had some great ideas. <laughs> you know what? Does she like your great ideas? I haven't talked to her about him yet. But does normally she likes your great ideas? Yes. Because I've, I've learned That's from... That's why we can work so well together. I've learned from Rodrigo, the little one, that if he's, he's 10 now, mm -hmm. and he gets very upset if a girl is his friend, does not like his ideas. <laughs> like okay. he'll, say, he'll say, Julia didn't like my idea, but Chelsea always likes my ideas and so he likes her you know so i think that that's something well, that, i just read that that that's the fundamental difference between men and women and women are afraid of being like attacked and men are afraid of being humiliated really mm. yeah okay crazy right yeah yeah sounds right though yeah that's about right yeah because <laughs> the so. ego you know in the relationship, is that what? Yeah, a, women have real fears, and men sit around being wor worried, worried that a, a woman's going to make them feel dumb or, or don't like your idea. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I That's get it. That's what's going through your with your son. I really did notice. It's just it. like I'm a man, and I have an idea. Oh, you don't like it? Well, then I have failed as a man. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, these chips you. look amazing. Thank you. A little dip too. Hi, Jamie. Oh, Jamie, I mean. Jamie and Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, and Jamie. Jamie. All right. Allison's on the list, too. Where's Allison? Allison. Do we have a not shy Jamie that can talk a little bit? Oh, God. Oh, no. Look at. She's shy, too? <laughs> we'll get well, it. We'll get him in here. What are the chips? Rice crackers. They look amazing. And it looks like maybe guacamole? Okay. Nice guacamole and rice chips. Yeah. Oh. Give it a go. Oh, that's cool. It's got nitrous in it. Oh. Nitrous can. Can we? Can we try the? Uh, can we try the lousy bastard? Whatever it's called. Drink. No, that's not what it's called. It was something bastard. Suffering bastard. Yeah. Suffering. <laughs> can we try it? Yeah. We we like the name. Yeah. Oh, just two. Two. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Oh, here. also, I'd like to try the uh, stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, when you order it, you go, what's this drink uh, named after? Uh, you. Uh, this for is ordering a it. bad turn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we like uh, four fuck faces. <laughs> you know what happens when you head. start making fun of the things? This is a beehive. There's <laughs> oh, bees that they let it out. Oh, my God. These Ooh. rice chips are amazing. This is really good. Hey, how you David. doing? Have a seat. Introduce you yourself. David, uh, is it, uh, your last name is Les Braun? Les Braun. I'm the jerk off who's late. Apologies. Oh, hey, right. and we've been having a great time here. Yeah. This is so yeah, nice. Thank up. you. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Good, good. Better this now? This is so different. Right it's, on. it's really good. Nice yeah, it's and a lemony. Bit, like fluffy. I want to do a, like a fun thing on chips and dip. 
Am I so, right to think there's lemon instead of lime? We got lime juice, yuzu juice, and some lemon oh, in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like sure. it. It's got a real nice spicy finish. Yeah, yeah. Jalapeno that, hits you at the end of it. We're, yeah, we're juicing the serranos and the jalapenos on that. That's great. Oh, it's really yeah. good. And what's the chip made out of? So it's um, basically white rice that we overcook, blend it up, still pat it out, dry it, and then deep fry it. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh my God. It tastes like kind of like popcorn in a chip a little bit yeah. to me yeah. for some reason. It's be- I think it's because we fried in really hot oil and it has that kind of like same kind of like smoky, like slightly smoky sweet flavor from the rice. I don't know why, but whenever I see these, mm-hmm. for some reason, I don't think anyone made them. <laughs> I don't know what I mean, but <laughs> well, usually like, they just go out of the ground. Like they just come out of a bag. I don't know. I didn't realize yeah. it. For some reason, I just... Yeah. Well, you can. Most places buy them. From, I know, but I just never thought but, uh, that they're they just so much better like fresh. That. You know, like right of course. Yeah. I don't know why I would have thought that. Yeah. Yeah. These are great. So nice you, and light. You said you juice the peppers. So we juice a lot of the things in that dish. So we juice the we juice cilantro, we juice the serrano peppers, the garlic, um, and that's and then we put it in this kind of like foamer, ISI foaming canister. It's called a siphon. Charge it with nitrous, and then it comes out really light and airy. It's really nice. A lot of the flavors and style of Polynesian cooking from Hawaii or whatever um, region we're pulling from is very heavy. Like, think of like the big uh, pig on a surfboard, or you think, you know, um, really heavy dishes. I wanted to do something that you start off really light with, and something that pairs with the cocktails. They tend to be a little bit on the sweeter side and like super boozy. So I wanted something acidic and spicy mm. and light. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely it. never had it. No. It's perfect. These, yeah. I mean, if I were like a suffering bastard, <laughs> 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 that drink and these chips together, we ordered a couple of those. What uh, are the little nice. flowers? Suffering uh, bastards. They're cilantro flowers, actually. Whoa! If you t- like, just pick one of the flowers and taste it, it tastes like a floral version of cilantro. Do you ever feel intense. bad for the people who have that weird um, kind of don't like cilantro like that? Yeah. That they just taste weird to them? Yeah. Speaking of suffering How bastards. many people is it? How often do you hear from people like, I wish it didn't have cilantro on it? My chef de cuisine, the guy who's making my, your guys' drinks, uh-huh. Sam, he's one of those people. He just doesn't like and it at he all. he hates it. So I'm like, yeah, throw a little cilantro. And as soon as I say cilantro, he's like, yeah, that's funny to me that, you know, that cilantro is so prevalent when there are people that just straight up hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's brutal for them. But, you know, he has to taste it, so. He's like, oh. yeah, this tastes bad enough. Yeah, right? He'll serve it. This is perfect. He says bad. it tastes like soap to him. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Yeah. It doesn't like it. It tastes like soap, but yeah, we'll exactly. never know because we can't taste the soap. So what round are you guys on for food right now? Is this the first? This is number yeah. one. Did you guys get the popcorn yet? No. We didn't get popcorn. There's actual popcorn? Oh, yeah. That's so funny. That I called yeah. this popcorn. Yeah, we throw uh, popcorn <laughs> at every table, like when people come in, and it's like a kind of like a welcoming thing. And it's oh, got fine. something on it. You put a little... Yeah, we do a uh, brown butter furikake. Furikake is like Whoa. a Japanese mixed spice, like sesame seeds, salt, seaweed, that kind of thing. I'd love mm. to try that. But we turn the brown butter into a powder, so it's not greasy on your fingers. Oh, great. And it sticks to it. Kind of like uh, when you get that popcorn that's kind of like cheesy, I guess. Right. And, and, it, that it, gets on your, and it gets on you a little bit, yeah. your fingers. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you like turn it to a powder? Um, tapioca maltodextrin. It's, it's basically, it takes fat and emulsifies it with this powder. Wow. It sounds crazy, but when you eat it, you don't think about it. It's not like weird, but it's, um, it's pretty good. This is so cool, this, we'll uh, this walk. Yes, yeah, please. I feel like you got to go on... Uh, one of those shows, like a competition show, you uh-huh. got to put this out, right? They'll I've like been invited. It. It's just not my thing, I think. In high school, I did it all the time. 
I got my scholarship to the Art Institute through those kinds of competitions in high school. Wow. Um, you know what you wanted to do. Yeah, I got lucky. I got How lucky. long have you been here at Lono? Uh, since the opening. I, was the, I helped them open it. I was working for another company. And uh, nice. Can you um, do me a favor and give me a glass of just mezcal? Thank you. Um, Gorgeous drinks. Look at these babies. Yeah, they're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I have a question about Beauties. the pina colada. There's not actual milk in there. It's coconut milk. Is that right? Or is it coconut milk? Coconut milk, milk yeah. Coconut milk. Um, depending on which version it is, sometimes there's a little bit of sweetened condensed milk. But generally, we use uh, fresh coconut. And that's a Mai Tai over there and another ring of fire, correct? I think that's the grass skirt. It looks like the tequila the tequila cocktail right there. Yeah, apparently the uh, suffering bastards uh, take a while because, you know. You got to make them suffer. It doesn't suffer, suffer immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's the grass skirt. Blanco tequila, lime, coconut, pineapple, and yellow chartreuse. You know, like when you're staring at a pot waiting for it to boil, it's the same thing with the suffering bastard. You can't just look at <laughs> it, wait for it, wait for it to suffer. <laughs> you wait. you yeah. have to suffer while you're waiting. This that's is the, the grass skirt or that one is? The, the green, green one, yeah. I assume. Well, you're definitely not that? Oh, grass skirt. You're yeah. definitely not suffering. You guys have plenty, yeah. plenty, plenty to get those, plenty to drink. those frozen drink machine things going so it's fast, like boom. Dave, now I heard you order some mezcal. Is that for you? Is that how you get the day started? Oh, yeah. Naturally. Oh, that's nice, huh? You don't like the mezcal. Look at this. Thank you. This is amazing. Oh, oh you threw the ice out. You know out what? Of You're, that's, that's my... <laughs> Did I drop something? No. <laughs> David, this is... That's, that's, that's me right there. In a glass. Yeah? Yeah. That's what I would do. Same. Yeah. That's my gel. Yeah, all right. I like that. This is amazing. This almost has a... Um, what's it called to it? Um, oh, God. What's that rum drink <clears throat> with the leaves in it? Oh, uh, Coke. Mojito? Mojito. This has a mojito vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, but it's tequila. Mm -hmm. It's very good. I know. This one's fun. I like the, all the extra like crushed ice coming up off the top, you know? That's the Mai Tai, right? Adult snow cone. Yeah. This is very refreshing. It's just like... Yeah, if I'm drinking tiki mint. drink, it's probably that one. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what I would have. You know, I've had a few tiki drinks, and I'm always like, I'll have a shot. I'm just like, yo, I'll yeah. have a shot. They're all quite refreshing. This is something I else. I mean, these guys are like... That's know, my speed. Badass. They're award-winning cocktail bartenders, so... Yeah. They oh know what they're God. doing. Yeah. So, uh, so you have every... Are you, are you here every day? So, I'm actually the executive chef for the group, so we have three venues. Mm. I'm bouncing... That's why I was late. I was on the... In West... Uh, West Side in Culver City. What are your other restaurants? We have The Corner Door in Culver City and Melrose Umbrella Company, which was their first spot. Lona was their second and our biggest and our most grand and my favorite, to be honest. So I like how I have to get into this place. It's, like, it's crazy, right? It's like a speakeasy. Yeah. And yeah, once you walk in, you don't really it. feel like you're on Hollywood Boulevard, and that's kind of the idea. It kind of it's takes you away. It's escape for sure. Right. Once the music's going and it's darker and the lights are lit and like everything is kind of in the zone, it's really cool. Yeah. So hopefully you guys hang out. We have a friend who is tiki crazy. Yeah. And we can't believe she has. She's been here. She hasn't taken us. <laughs> yeah, we tried to get her to come today, but. She know. goes to every, all of them. Yeah. Do you do, um, what's your like weekend thing? Do you open early with some sort of uh, brunch kind of thing? or We don't yet. But that's It's a shame future. because look how beautiful I know, the skylight nice, is. That's why I thought right? about it. Yeah. It'd be that's just a nice place to be in the morning. You that's know? the move. We don't want to rush it, but um, soon. We, op we opened this back area earlier on the weekends to get the vibe started mm -hmm. and just to fill the space because it is so big. 
And then in the front, it's more relaxed and a little bit more cocktail focused. And back here, people are eating. Huge bird of paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you can just take little pieces of that off and you grow some more. Really? A huge tree like that. Yeah. Just from a couple. I should know that. My dad's a landscaper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you could come in and sit at the bar up front and have drinks and food. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. The whole space. And you guys got And then we have a shrimp shack. So the shrimp shack is this tiny little closet where the door is open here. Yeah. And we, I throw a little tabletop fryer in there. We turn the frozen drink machines on. We do have those. And we throw like pina colada mix in or like a mezcal pina colada or whatever it is. And we like fry shrimp from Santa Barbara, like live spot prawns. Ooh. There's a fish tank in there where I just pull the shrimp out of the, first, the fish tank and like throw them in the fryer. It's pretty cool. That's great. On the weekends. Right. So and people line up for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And everything's cheaper in the shrimp shack. So beers are like four bucks. And <laughs> I love the shrimp shack. I love that poke. expression. Yeah. Everything's cheaper in the shrimp shack. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tuna poke, five bucks. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throw, I'm just throwing lays on people. It's taking shots. It's great. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. What a fun place. Yeah. Try, try to have fun thing. here. This is good. I could just eat this stuff. That's fine. Oh, that's good too. You know, let me, uh, let me go check on the next yeah, round. Yeah, see food. what you got. See what yeah. Got see what's going on back there. Thank you so much. What's oh my God! Out? A few things. First of all, when he, when she brought that drink with the ice cube in it, and he took it out and just threw it on the floor. That was awesome. That's badass. That is just like, I you know I run this place. I don't want this ice cube. I don't want this watered down. I want the thing that I asked for. But also, it's just gonna it's just gonna melt on the floor. It's not gonna hurt anything. Like that's one of my favorite things to throw around is ice because ultimately, what's a, what damage is it gonna cause? You throw like a lot of stuff around. Yeah, that's his favorite thing. Well, I'm just saying that. I, yeah, I try to try to be polite, but every once in a while, you just want to well, take sure. the ice out of your drink and throw it across the room. Another guy thing. That's what guys like to do: throw stuff, throwing shit. Did, yeah, uh, throwing shit is. Can I fun. see if something breaks? You know, I'll get that from the kids a lot. Can I see if I can break it? You know, will you go throw this away for me? Can I break it first? Oh uh, well. Ice usually breaks pretty good. Yeah. Give him some ice to throw around. The uh, so wait, does he is he just the head chef, or does he also own the restaurant? I think he's head chef because he said he works for the group. Right. Oh, the okay. group owns like three restaurants. Oh, okay. And he's That's the right. head for oh, all of them. He's involved in he's three in of charge. the restaurants. Executive. Okay, I see. I get it now. Yeah, he, he did. He tossed that ice down. That was like when, the, when they throw the champagne glass into the fireplace. And yeah. He's just like... Yeah, yeah like I, who's going to go in there and pick all that glass out of the fucking fire? I mean, this is, this is the kind of guy who's in charge. <laughs> oh, here comes some suffering bastards. Oh my God, Jamie! These are your suffering bastards. Okay. <laughs> okay. The green sh- one. The green one was called this, what? The missionaries downfall. Missionaries downfall. Oh, I'm not. These guys that are taking is, a That Uber. green one is out of this world delicious. Yeah. The, the Ring of Fire is my second favorite. Suffering bastard, if it lives up to his name, could be my favorite. We shall see. Only time will tell. I love when they have these mint leaves in it. I love Yeah, I that. mean, this one's so minty, and it's like drinking an alcohol salad. It's delicious. I love it. Um, Ooh, mm. that's good. That tastes like ginger ale. Oh, I got to try that. That's try the that bastard? Do we get a picture bastard, of this one? Yeah. Tastes like ginger ale. I'm just going to call it the bastard just because, you know, the suffering part's over, probably. <laughs> suffering <What? laughs> It's a dead bastard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering is over. Just a bastard. This if I had a bar, I'd have a drink called the Lousy Bastard. That, that's a great name for a drink. 
I have a, a, a one called, called You Goddamn Son of a Bitch. Yes. And can I have that? You know, like that. Ouch, my thumb. That, that was my mom's swear, name. son of a bitch. This is good, um, but it's my third favorite in the, in the run here. Green. Oh, the one that tastes like ginger ale? Yeah, suffering it's, del- it's, it's delicious, but... Not enough suffering? Mm. Too much bastard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, get the menu What's again. Let's I'm a suffering bastard. Easy <laughs> on the bastard, please. Easy on the bastard, man. <laughs> Too much bastard last time. They got time. a good suffering bastard in this place. They use too much bastard, I think. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Oh, my God. It tastes like, it tastes Try like this bastard. <laughs> Put your lips on this bastard. The uh, It tastes like ginger ale, right? Yeah, kind of. So the reason the whole apricot apricot thing came up... Oh, yeah. ...was because today... Uh-oh, here comes that crazy popcorn. Uh-oh. Oh, man. You're going to have to raise the white flag before we stop. Oh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> We're all... What? Okay. Talk us through these things. All right. So... What are we looking at? Coconut popcorn. The little bamboo basket. On top is dried seaweed called alnori. It's a really... It kind of just adds a little bit of umami and a little bit of taste of the sea to balance everything out. Because everything is like salty and kind of sweet from the popcorn. We pop the popcorn in coconut oil. Um, that's not milk, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, and that's pretty much it. It's like a fun little snack. Every table gets it. Have you tried it yet? No, I'm the waiting. Popcorn? I'm waiting for our social media person to take the pictures. Grab some out of the one she's not taking a picture of. It's what? so good. It's so coconutty and popcorny mm. at the same time. Oh yeah, it does feel like that cheese you're talking about. Yeah, right. That kind of white. Yeah, it's cheddar-y, got kind of a kind of smart. Oh, it's delicious. Mmm. Now this is the kind of stuff we want at the movies. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's very good. Well, that, they should make it uh, at the movies because it's a quieter crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a softer crunch. Mmm. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah. I'm not a popcorn guy, but I would eat popcorn if it tasted like that. I'm a popcorn fanatic. I'll eat it all. I, I put Tabasco on mine. Yeah, I love popcorn. I'll eat it all the time. It. Yeah. Make it all the time. We got all these it's different easy. kinds. It's super easy. You know. I was doing like mac and cheese, like craft mac and cheese powder from the box on popcorn, like oh, fresh yeah. popcorn. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's like mac and cheese popcorn. Yeah. I'm oh, going to do that for Andy. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't doubt it. What's in this bowl? Can so, we eat some of this? Oh, go for it. So this is the yakisoba noodle dish. Um, it's basically a vegetable stir fry. And all these veggies are from the farmer's market, obviously. Um, the noodles are made from volcanic ash in from what? Hawaii. Yeah. So they use the ash to lower the pH in the noodles so it's a little bit firmer, kind of like ramen. So if you notice ramen noodles are a little bit more firm when you're eating it, mm-hmm. it holds so it holds up to the cooking. Same with this. That's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> and we do like kind of like a ghetto style kimchi to kind of coat all the noodles and the vegetables. That's delicious. Right on. Thanks, man. Again, I'm not a big noodle guy, but I would eat Oh, I can crush. Yeah, I would I eat like a whole bowl thing. of that. Yeah, ginger. I mean, a lemongrass. That's it's actually so good. It's a um, yellow wax bean. So oh. it's like a green bean, oh. but it's just yellow. And there's no meat in this. No meat. No delicious. No protein. No nothing. There's a little fish sauce from the kimchi, but that's it. Wow. Yeah. All veggie. Mm. And, uh, and yeah. bean uh, sprouts. So yeah, bean sprouts, some fresh cilantro. There's ginger, garlic. My manager chef hate this dish. 
I oh, just no. had some. Uh, it's actually it's not that bad. He doesn't mind the cilantro on this one. No, the, the cilantro is minimal enough. It's just a little bit of. Yeah, garnish. you can work around it. The cilantro and mint is kind of folded in, just yeah. at the end. Just you know, yeah. if you don't like cilantro, you just yeah. stay away from the green stuff, and you're good. Mm-hmm. If I get home mm. and I'm stoned, that's what I'm eating right there. That's the. Oh. One. Is there so cheese good. in there? No, no cheese. So the top is uh, sh- shaved bonito. I guess I did like it's a little bit of shaved dried fish. Um, usually, it's you find it in Japanese <sighs> cooking. Um, to make dashi or like. Uh, uh, takoyaki or like any of those kind of like street Japanese street food. I know about takoyaki. Takoyaki. Oh, hells yeah. Takoyaki. What's takoyaki? It's uh, fried octopus balls in a, like a pancake style batter. Okay. It's very interesting. Whoa. It's creamy. It's unctuous. It's like very savory. And they use the shaped bonito on top and it just kind of brings more, a little bit of smokiness and some of that umami. It's really nice. Takoyaki? Takoyaki. Well, no, now we know about takoyaki. Are there, I mean, this is a stupid I question. I made some ramen at home today, and yeah. this is better. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> what I'm kind did you make? You this is much better. Top? Top ramen. Or did you, well, they have a couple you different ones. You can get ones. down on top ramen, though. You oh, can make it yeah. really exceptional. It's so good. I've been having fun with it because, um, you know, once I figured out that I could, you know, call it breakfast if I put an egg in it, there's been no turning back. I eat omelets <laughs> for dinner all the time. <laughs> all the time. I'll... I'll Eggs anytime. Egg is a really anytime. great yeah. base for a meal. Man, that is really good. It's oh. so creamy and salty. That's why I asked if there was cheese in it. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It Jesus. is like a pot. It is like a. Uh, it has that. Yeah. It's like got a pasta dish. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's that sesame so oil. Good. It's like a chili sesame oil. It kind of coats your mouth. Yeah. I can't get enough of that popcorn. Though. The popcorn, the 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 cocktails, the rice chips, and the all of it. What isn't there to like? That's what I want That's, to know. Yeah, could you bring us something that we don't like? <laughs> bring so, some shit so out So when we come back, we know what not to order. <laughs> I'll bring the live sign of Barbara Spot Prawns. Let them jump around on the table. I love oh, the spot. Okay. I, I love the, sh- the, the shrimp shack. <laughs> yeah, the shrimp shack's fun. It's I'm really coming fun. for the shrimp shack. Shrimp, yeah. sh- shrimp shack. Say it. Shrimp shack. Say it three, three times. times fast. It's, uh, yeah. Say it three yeah. times. Shrimp, do shrimp do shack, it. shrimp shack, shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. That's Shimshaw, my favorite. Scrimshaw, Shamshaw. We'll throw an apron on you guys, put you in there. It'll be fun. I'll do you it. just jam a surf rock all night and drink and cook good food. It's great. Oh Sounds God. awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. Killing it. So that's what, when, awesome. uh, when, you know, we don't, uh, you know, we ask to have no music playing when we're in the restaurants recording the show, but right. what kind of uh, music do they typically play here? Is it like it's, surf rock? and Yeah, yeah surf rock. Um, but some sort of uh, any kind of tiki stuff? Like there's more course, and more. Definitely. Uh, People doing covers of songs in tiki style. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the move here. It's um, it's not like a typical tiki bar where it's kind of kitschy. It's a little bit more elegant during service, mm-hmm. so it's more subtle. It's less. It's, it's a lot less knickknacky in here yeah, than a typical tiki. Yeah, place. exactly. But it's um, it's definitely fun. When it gets a little later, the music turns up and the vibe changes a little bit, so people can have some fun. What time does it open? We open at five. And then uh, are you basically a bar at night, like a typical bar, close, like close around one thirty? Close around 1 or 2. Yeah. yeah. But we serve food all the way till 1. So nice. We have a lot of... Oh, that's what years. I needed to hear. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. We get a lot of industry chefs and a lot of cooks and people, bartenders coming in, hanging out and just, you know, just like this. That's huge. It's great. Yeah. Mm. And that's why the shack is so good. <laughs> industry people come up, just... 
Line them up, pour yeah, them out. shack it up. Oh, that's great. I want to yeah. hit the shrimp shack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fun. We're going to come back for the shrimp shack. Oh, I got a fun name for it if you want to name it. Yeah. I mean, it already sounds like it has a fun name, but you could put up a sign that says shack and all. <laughs> it says what? Shack and all. I thought you said shack it off. I know. Yeah. That was the first thing yeah. to. And that is where your mind is at. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is what it sounded like. I'm a blue comic. Shack and off. I thought you were going to do like a B-52s thing. I don't know why. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, I can see that. You know, something that. with the yeah. lo- shrimp shack. You know. Tin roof rusted. Yeah. I'll throw that on the playlist for fun. Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. People will love that here. The oh, B-52s. Yeah. Perfect. Well, in, the sh- in the shack, we play different music. Oh! <laughs> I have my own little like radio. The shack is a different of, vibe. Oh, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Now oh. this shack. It's a little bit more like Tito. Like uh, think like Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that Mexican kind of like rockabilly, like tiki. Does kind of Shaq thing. ever come to the strip? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he can't fit. He Number has to go outside. Where are you? That'd be pretty great, right? That would be awesome. I love Dust Till Dawn. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. That's actually what I based the concept for the corner door on. That movie. Oh, nice, man. That's so great. Like Mexican cowboy, rock and roll, dark kind of thing. I showed my mom that movie a few years back. She had never seen it, and it was fun to watch it with somebody. She, she's a big horror fan, but it was fun to watch it with somebody that loves horror that didn't know that twist was coming, because I never <laughs> got to do that. I, I knew the twist the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, so she was like, what the hell? Like, you know, oh, but she loved man. it. She loved it. And she's also kind of religious, so she loved that. Like Kaitel was like this, right. like ass kicking preacher. Yeah, and yeah. It's, a, it was a, it's actually a weirdly fun movie to watch with your folks. Huh? It explains oh, yeah. why David threw that ice out earlier. When, that's for sure. When Cheech Marin screams out all those different euphemisms yeah. for ladies' <laughs> privates, you like watching that with the folks? Uh, I mean, like my dad and I were high fiving during that part. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a little awkward. He, he'll he'll do it on request. He's done really? it. He's, I think he's done it on a couple of my podcasts. Cheech will do it. That's awesome. Yeah, because he knows it still. He knows the whole speech. Oh, that's great. And it's it's pretty funny. That's rad. I hung Super out cool. with him. Uh, I did live from Gotham with them, where they hosted the Access TV oh, show. That's neat. Yeah, and I hung out with Cheech for a while after the show, uh, like just talking about. It was during the election, and he told me that he told, uh, he made a bet with um, uh, one of those conservative hosts. Uh, that uh, Hannity, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, he was a candidate, so he was like said like if he won, if Trump won, he had to Cheech would smoke a joint, but if Hillary won, Hannity had to smoke a joint. It was some crazy <laughs> bet that didn't happen because yeah, well, Trump if won. Cheech loses, he has to smoke a joint. What kind of? What I kind think of losing is that. I think he was just, you know, it was more like I'm hoping that I win because I'll make this guy that's probably never even seen weed smoke. I, I, that's how I took it. Yeah, I didn't press Cheech. I didn't yeah. press Cheech real hard on the logic of it, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'd met him seven minutes before. No, no, well, next time, next time you're talking to Cheech, he is sneaky. <laughs> sneaky, Pete. and you have to ask follow-up questions. <laughs> you have to catch him in his lies. <laughs> no, he's a great dude. Always, always fun to hang out with, and very nice. So, so's Chong. I mean, yeah. All, yeah, your, all nice. your pot heroes, when you meet them, they turn out to actually be pretty nice. Yeah. Chong was nice. Um, he definitely seemed like the um, higher of the two. Like he was Chong in real life. It was pretty crazy. Like you know, he was like, "Okay, man." Dave's you know, like, not here, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then it was a TV thing, and they kept telling him, like, before the show, we had to do this this rehearsal, this tech rehearsal. And they were like, Tommy, come out and stand here. And he kept, like, missing the marks. And then he'd be <laughs> like, he'd be like, where, man? Oh, shit. Oh, sorry, man. And I was like, why are you guys not taping? Like, this should be the end. This should be the beginning of the show. This is so funny, man. But uh, it wasn't my show. He's a hero, man. He's the best. So cool. Um, are you going to... Bring us more stuff. You tell me when. Well, what have you? What? What have we not had? That's like one of your showstoppers. Like something you want you the people to know about. Maybe I'll. Maybe we'll bring one more out. Okay. And that'll be the one. Okay. okay. Is there? You guys I mean, have everything's any, been so amazing so guys, far. If you stop now, we'd be like yeah. totally wrecked. Do you guys have allergies or anything or anything mm-hmm. you don't like? There's some fish I can't eat, but okay. not many. Rena, you yeah, tried I'm, most of them. I'm allergic to to garbage. Like awful food, okay. so don't bring any of that. Got it. You are in rare form today. <laughs> I'm all um, over it. Give me. A but minute. yeah, I think uh, you know whatever you whatever you got these. Cool. This what's this this called again? The the noodles. What do you call it? The yakisoba. 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 Is yeah. it's the best thing I've ever had. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a few minutes. I'm here. I mean, you got me drunk first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those so are really be, good. Dude. So I might be overselling it, but the holy noodles, shit, it's good. I can't believe there is not a speck of meat or meat broth in there. It is delicious. I would be vegetarian if if no if meat always tasted that, that meaty. Yeah. Well, well it yeah. does have the umami, that fish sauce. Yeah. Well, yeah, that helps. But you know, you it's could be like, pescatarian. Yeah, I where, love salami. I mean, where much. are the people that are? <laughs> The people yeah. that don't want you to eat meat, are they sometimes okay with fish, or they are they hardliners that say don't eat the fish either? Pescatarians are okay fish. with fish. Yeah. No, I know that. They no, do, they're, but oh, you're uh, really spilling. People? You just dropped like a lot of noodles on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to host them. a show and eat noodles. <laughs> that was classic. He loves noodles. So, but seriously. <laughs> It was. I've never seen the length of noodle like that hanging out of a man's mouth. I don't yeah. even know where it went. Not even oh, the lady in the tramp had such a long noodle. <laughs> Eat it off your pants. I found it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but going back to apricot. No, no, wait. The pescatarian thing. Finish that first. Well, oh no, I'm just. I'm saying vegetarian eats fish. No, pescatarian no. does. Vegetarian does. You gotta be pes- Joe Pescatarian. Yes. <laughs> to uh, way to remember it. Yeah. Vegetarians eat dairy and you know cheese and stuff, but no living thing. Nothing that was living. Yeah. Pescatarians will eat fish. There's another one above it where they're like it's like fish and sometimes chicken and turkey. It gets real loose. Right. Well, the chicken is a really <laughs> tricky one because so many people are concerned about how the chickens are treated. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm just basically trying to navigate. I mean, I you know, you're thinking I, about doing something. I'm not. I'm not going to do it, Karen. I'm not going to quit meat, eating meat in my lifetime. Oh, I thought maybe you were thinking about it. I'm. I'm thinking about how can I make people that hate me for eating meat feel a little less bad about it, and um, or a little less, uh, you know. That's their well, problem. Well, do That's, it. To, do, yeah. Make sure that it's responsibly raised would be one. 
What if I, you know, and yeah, what about the, you know, do, doing it less probably, probably Doing helps, it less? But Absolutely. That's some for people the are really intense. You should stop doing it right in front of them on purpose like you do. Well, that's yeah. the thing, though, is having a food podcast. I want to post pictures of the food I'm eating. And, then you, um, and I'm eating meat. And I've got these uh, people who follow my account that are, you know, sad, sad about animals being treated badly f- for us to eat. Forget. It's a whole thing. Forgive oh, so me, anyway. but that's forgive me, but that's that, that's not your problem. You're allowed to eat meat and put pictures up of it. it what, what do you, you you can't directly cater to every, you know, you're not being look. You're not putting up pictures of you with an air gun shooting a cow in the head. You know what I mean? That'd be different. You're not being like, ha ha, look how much this fish suffered. <laughs> you know? No, I'm like, ha ha, this is dead, and I'm enjoying it. They're humane. I love eating this dead thing. But here's ways. the deal. Yeah. I went to a farm today. You went okay. to a real farm. A real, a really real farm. It's the subject of a documentary called "The Biggest Little Farm." Which that I preview. saw last night. It's so good. It looks great. So many things happen on a farm, especially when you try to do a farm that's you know, uh, you know, sustains itself sure. with. Uh, <clears throat> Not hurting any animals other than, you know, of course, eventually murdering them to eat them. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's the way we sell that movie. But, you know, cage free and all that kind of stuff, you know. Sure. um, But it was really it's really eye opening to meet, you know, like to see that on farms, like all these adorable little piggies are born. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they know that eventually there's going to be a day where, uh, you know, they kill it for for food. But, uh, man, are they great in the meantime. And there's this one old pig that they just let live and hang out on the farm because it's uh, giving them lots of babies and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of like their show pig. Part of the family now. And we got to meet it today. Her name is Emma. You can see pictures of her on my uh, Instagram. You, you know, you don't know Doug. We'll probably put some on Dying with Doug and Karen because... They gave us food that, you know, a bunch of food there that was all from the farm itself. Mm -hmm. And it's a farm where they, the main thing is, is it's a farm where they do everything instead of just one thing. Most farms these days are just one, you know, set of machines making one fruit or vegetable or thing happen. And this is, they're doing it all, animals and, and crops and everything. And, what, uh, what part of the uh, the movie's fascinating? Well, it's right. It's only an hour out of town. It's in Moore Park, California. Oh, Moore Park. Yeah, they have some. Is it the? Um, it was threatened by one, the Simi Valley fires uh, a while back. Oh, really? And that's in the movie as well. I mean, the movie's incredible. I got the guy that uh, it's a man and wife decide to just drop out of being having living in an apartment in L.A. with their dog that barks too much. As soon as they got evicted for the barking dog, they said, "Let's just go start our own farm." And uh, they learned a lot of uh, valuable lessons along the way. Like it's not easy, but they but they do it. They they persevere, and it's amazing. I, swear, I was at a farm in uh, Thousand Oaks. Well, that's the thing is it's uh, right out that way. Yeah. Why were you on a farm? Oh, you guys have a new passion. What? I have a new passion. What's that? Being well, on a farm. Well, you know how when I worked for the um, animal rescue show. The uh, Hallmark one. Uh-huh. Well, Hallmark's asking me to do a couple other things that I would nobody in their right mind would have ever asked me to do. Okay. Which was is uh, script up their uh, specials, and um, I'm really into it. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm really into it. So they shot yesterday at this farm where, like, the two Hallmark stars are saying, you know, uh, it's, God, it's a perfect day, isn't it? I mean, geez, this, wow, this lemonade tastes like spring in a glass. It's just, you know. And, uh, and then uh, they show a clip you know, like this. And this is my new passion that I think I can write these really good. Well, I, di I did. I did a good job. I got real good reviews. And so I think I have to write a Hallmark sh movie now because I got all these. movie? Uh, and it's going to be about Aristotle. What? Yeah, it's going to be about a vegan podcasting audio guy, producer. And along the way, he meets another vegan chef. And they really fall for each other meatlessly. <laughs> but what but what's the hurdle what holds them back ultimately like what um what's the story you're right i do need a story he, no, um, he's got to fall for a southern barbecue chef oh who of loves course. meat yes that's right and Aristotle's like, i love you and he's like I, I, I don't love ribs you know what i mean like one of those cajun guys you know can you be cajun no he's not oh cajun. he's not him. the other guy's no. cajun. so he you want him to play himself in this I, I've got to model it after him, I think. But remember that guy who was the southern, who was the Cajun cook, the old guy that'd be like, "What I'm going did?" Did you always make crawfish? Oh yeah, oh yeah, remember? that guy. You got like he falls into an older man. He had a catchphrase. I can't think of what it was. I'm a dumb asshole. Something yeah. like that. Oh, that, <laughs> that he was one of the first celeb chefs. Yeah. But he falls in love with that oh, guy. Oh, 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 oh. There's an age Onions, difference. paprika. Yeah, that, that guy. guy. Who is he? There was also the guy that looked like Dom DeLuise that was also the Cajun guy. Paul Prudhomme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those guys. The raging Cajun. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's your movie. That's your goddamn movie. All right, movie. Joe, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. <laughs> we have an end. There's got to be a conflict. They can't be together unless see, the meat guy gives up meat or if he starts to eat yeah, meat. Yeah, you're right. I didn't some, get that some far. Some sacrifice. I was thinking about it on my way over. I was so, I was, there was one part. I only really only got one note, the whole script. It was this one paragraph that I kept trying to fit in. It was, the movie was Sailing in, Into Love. And I kept trying to fit in smooth sailing. <laughs> and I <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and so I kept trying to either get smooth sailing there in, or it wasn't smooth sailing at first. But I just couldn't fit it. And finally, I had to give up the whole sentence. I really did. This just goes to show you guys, don't hang on to stuff. Well, you, you know... There's nothing wrong with hanging on. No, don't hang on too long. You gotta move on. But here's some exciting news. What? I'm gonna send it to Aristotle shortly. I interviewed the husband and wife from the movie at the farm. Oh. Wow. And um we're going to do uh put you know, put it at the end of this episode. Oh cool. For people to stick around oh, and listen wow. to. It was a real nice conversation with John and Molly Chester. Do they grow weed there, maybe, too? I did ask that, and let's make that a cliffhanger for the listeners. Okay. <laughs> Reason to stick around. Okay. Could I have some more water? That's Why are great. you such a demanding... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> that sounds great. Not a goddamn... We don't like to have divas guy. on Thank this you. show. Watch him, watch him throw ice down now. Oh, yeah. You don't, does that have an, the right amount of ice for you? There's no ice. Perfect. Luckily. Hey, um, hey, if you're not going to drink that crushed ice one, can you pass it over here? Yeah. I want to drink wanna everything. Drink it, but I, I, I know. you got to drive. I'm walking home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm walking to Burbank. Yeah, I'm not going to, you know. You're walking to Burbank? Yeah, but, you know, there's like a... 
No. If you go under the highway. <laughs> <laughs> you live in the mall there? You're going to take, take the Kawanga Pass? Yep. I live under flappers. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why I always saw you over there. <laughs> you ever do any shows of flappers? Yeah, sometimes. <clears throat> That's a fun venue. I like it. Tell us about your show. You got a show at the comedy store that you do from time to time? Uh, Brian Moses, who uh, is the host of Roast Battle, and I started a show every other Wednesday at the Comedy Store. It's called Our Show, and uh, it's every other Wednesday. So the next one is May 8th. I won't be there because I'll... No, I'm sorry. The next one is next Wednesday, the 23rd or 4th, whatever it is, of April. 24th. Yeah, I won't be there because I'll be in Austin for Moon Tower. But oh, okay. uh, after that, there's one on May 8th, and then after that, there's another one that I texted you to do. May 22. Yeah, that I hope you can do. What happens on it? Uh, Brian and I drink throughout the show. Mm -hmm. We keep it loose and fun, mm -hmm. and we want it to be a place where working, established comedians can come in and have a good time and, and feel loose and work out, because we don't have enough shows like that for guys like us. You I know? do a set? Yeah. You do How whatever long? you want. We usually give everybody like 12 minutes, 15 minutes. What do you minutes. mean whatever I want? Can I just sit in the audience? No, you have to go on the stage if yeah. you're there. And you have to tell them ahead of so time how much time you're doing. But Pepitone's done it a few times, and Todd Glass just did it, and, you know, we have a great time. Could Morgan you be Murphy. on stage with me the whole time? If you want. You could, it be, could we just have a conversation? If you want. Maybe Brian, too? Yeah, if you want. I'm That'd serious. Fun. I used to do that with Kumail and Jonah on Meltdown all the time, just come out and talk to him for a while. Get some laughs, get out of there. Well, when Meltdown went away, I was like, we, we don't really have a show like this anymore. Mm -hmm. um, there's Hot Tub on Mondays, but Hot Tub is a great show, but it's, it's tough. It's a long wait to get on the show. And we wanted to have something that was a little more open because we were talking about it. I was like, open micers are so smart. They start all these shows and they can do each other's shows and they have so much opportunity to work. And I was like, meantime, meanwhile, everybody that starts to get credits and work, all your sets are like, paid at a club and you can't screw around because you need to deliver you know like you can't you okay know. that's good to know i didn't know that i thought i could just screw around but if you're getting paid you got to deliver well you <laughs> <laughs> paid and delivered <laughs> i i can't speak for your technique yeah no i've been i've been making a lot of mistakes but <clears throat> but anyway i just you know you like, know i think the important part is that i'm having fun Yes. You know, at my shows, yeah. I tell the audience, hey, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm so, having 12 minutes so of don't, fun uh, starting don't, now. Don't put your uh, problems on me. You're in, an en you're in the envi enviable position that you've, you've got your own following, and I feel like you, you're lucky to, to be in a place where you having the most fun on stage equals what they also want to see. Most. He's lucky to be alive. You know? I really am. I shouldn't uh, have lasted this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but come do the show, you know? Yeah, I, I you, you know, I, like it. I said to you, I'm going to get back to you tonight because I'm not, I was on a farm when we were discussing it earlier, and uh, I don't, I'm not sure what my schedule is for that. Can you commit to anything? Ever? No, I'm, I'm, I'm I asked you to hang committing. out tonight. You're like, I don't know. I got to see. Wait, wait, I have some what? ideas. Yeah. Here's, here's, I'll listen, tell you. Listen, when you have a lady in your life and pets and family and friends, then you'll know what I'm going through. <laughs> and a farm. We I moved, have all those we things. moved we to have all the these farm. Things. When you have a career. 
Listen, when you get successful, you're going to find out that it's hard to commit to things. I have everything you said except a career to lady. I have a question for you. I have a question. I don't even have pets. Doug? I have pets, so we're even. Doug? Yes. When you guys went to the farm today, yeah. did you say to yourselves, this uh, would be kind of fun to live here? No. Oh, all right. I always say that. I get to I a mean, farm. That's where I want to be. I want, it's really where, neat. I just would, I wouldn't want to live there, but I would want to visit a lot. Like I, I really liked being there. Like it was very pleasant. It was a good time. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of good times. Speaking of the cilantro guy, this is our yeah. show. Hey, so cilantro sorry that guy. You have to deal with cilantro. I mean, why do you deal with that? Why don't you just say let's do no cilantro? You have to deal. We with could it. even market ourselves that way. The no cilantro restaurant. Is that really your main? No cilantro when you're doing like Asian and Polynesian food. Right, Asians and Polynesians <laughs> love yeah. cilantro. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those oh hats have God. cilantro on them. Thank you. I made sure to rub cilantro all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. How are the drinks? Everything's good. Oh, oh my awesome. God, you're it's like, so great, dude. Yeah. You guys, great. this is, is a incredible. great place. Yeah, thank you. Everything's it's love. Really, it. I mean. This is my jam. Let's just put it to you this way. We're pretty comfortable I live close by. I'm going to come by all the time. I think we should put our hats on and take a picture. I'm going to come by and put the food all over my face and my body. I'll get a whole bunch bunch of cilantro for you. That is beautiful. What are these things? So this is is our kawaii fried chicken. Kawaii fried chicken. I love it. uh, Here, sit there right there and talk into that thing. All right. So this is our kawaii fried chicken. So you've got all white meat. Uh And we do like a quick, really intense brine on. And then it's in a beer batter. Oh. Uh, and then on the side there, the sauce is called huli huli sauce. So the huli huli sauce is inspired by a Hawaiian dish that is huli huli, where they marinate like chicken leg and thighs. Oh. And what we did is we took that marinade and turned it into a dipping sauce. That's so. What would you say it wow. tastes like? What's it closest to uh, dipping of, sauce wise? Think of a more soy sauce forward, sweet and sour. Soy yeah. sauce, sweet and sour. A little spice, little mm. heat to it. There's Thai chilies in there when we make oh, the sauce I- too. Yeah, the lime. I love lime it already. Put the lime on first. Yeah, yeah, squeeze the lime all over and then and then dip it right in the sauce. Okay, I'm gonna Here do goes. this. We just named it Huli Huli, honestly, because it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds These uh, are delicious. It sounds very tropical. Oh my god, yeah. very delicious. This the chicken is uh, you know free range organic Mary's yep. chicken. So. This is the most lightest, fluffiest fried chicken. Oh my god. Yeah, this is our this is our number one seller here. It's hard to believe that this is so light. And crunchy and so moist inside. Yeah. (laughs) Good. What did you do? (laughs) We're making a video of me putting lime all over this stuff, and I just sort of toss the lime down violently. But all dusted with cornstarch? No, we do a really light Hawaiian beer batter. It's so light. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. (laughs) He loves it. (laughs) That's really nice. Wow, that is good. Appreciate that. It's tasty, man. We snack on it all the time. I yeah, mean, this is a whole new so meaning to like a chicken nugget or whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call exactly. it, you know? It's yeah. just so much better. It's next level nugget. Yeah, yeah. it is next level nugget. We wanted it, the food here to be very chill, you know? Not like really uh, intimidating, like more accessible. And it looks like chicken nuggets. So you're like, you know what to expect, but it gives you that and gives you a little bit extra. Yeah, and it ta- you know, you don't expect it to be so soft and... Oh, yeah. It's like a pillow. in your mouth like that. Like the best chicken McNuggets, not doing any of that. I was raised Italian, and fried dough is a big thing mm-hmm. with powdered sugar. Yep. And this tastes like fried dough with chicken, 
but somehow it's it's still as light as fried dough, which yeah. is weird that it's got meat in it. Yeah. And still stays that light. It's delicious. Mm. Yeah, we uh, tenderize the chicken uh, very carefully. That's why it's like so. What's the tenderizing process? Well, we brine it, but it's a very specific <laughs> process to brining it, mm-hmm. and it keeps the integrity of the of the chicken and doesn't let it contract. Usually when you add a bunch of brine or whatever, the muscles kind of like contract and it becomes a little bit tougher and then they eventually release. But these, it's like a really slow brine. So they're, they just, the muscles just chill out and soak up all that I can see you doing this with your octopus balls. There you go. Slow brine. And (laughs) take it easy. And and take it tiki. Take it tiki. you could do it with tofu for the people that don't mm. want uh, the meat. The meat. Church. I love tofu. I love it too. I mean, this is, is really good. It's unreal. <laughs> it's so light and fluffy, huh? I could eat. That's people must just go plowing oh, yeah. through yeah, these they, things. Yeah, they freak out, especially when you're drinking like cold beers. And what are one of these run you? Twelve, eleven, twelve bucks. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Oopsies. It's pretty, I, it's pretty I had a, I had an accident. Oops. That's unbelievable. What a what a deal. I mean, we should say look at our Instagram. You'll see yeah. pictures of it. They're just so big and yet fluffy and not super filling. Yeah. This is a, listed as a KFC. Kauai fried chicken. It's called the KFC? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Kauai fried chicken. Kauai. But you made it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. For, yeah, for happy hour, it's 9 or 10. And then you can eat these. are yeah. orchids. Yeah, those are edible orchids. You want to <laughs> have an orchid? <laughs> I heard you really trip out when you do that. Oh, yeah? You see a lot of crazy shit. Mm. They're really lemony. You're finished. Oh, they're, no, they're limey. I already ate one of the umbrellas from one of these cocktails, so I'm waiting to see if that kicks in. Uh-oh. That's going to hurt coming out. Look at all the pokies. That's <laughs> 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 not going to feel good. I hope it comes out the open, the unopened way. It's going to hurt coming out. Oof. If it's open the other way, come out, like breach style, that's not going to be good. Brutal. Breach oh. umbrella coming out, Doug. That's fantastic. This whole place, whoever isn't coming here, you really have to come here. It's just, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a must stop while you're in Hollywood. It's a great place to come when you're visiting too. It's right in the middle of Hollywood. It's like, uh, you know, very tourist, touristy area. <laughs> now I got hiccups, but um, you know, no, no real signage outside. You got to know the address. Yeah. That's that's kind of the idea. It's it's way too touristy out there, and mm-hmm. it's you know Hollywood Boulevard is gnarly. It's like. Tijuana, you know. You got to get there. in here quick. This is a nice uh, little so, s- then secret close escape. That door. Yeah, it's a little escape. Yeah, exactly. Clo- doors usually closed. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it's really nice in here, and I'm happy to have found it. Oh, and Joe me too. is really happy about his hat. I like this hat. I like this place, Lono in Hollywood. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. A plus. Joe DeRosa from Television's Better Call Saul gives a full endorsement. Full endorsement that I was not paid to give. Nuh-uh. Nope. Look at you. Oh, my God. Well, you did more. get drinks and food. <laughs> I got free stuff, but, I mean, you know, it means a lot when you're not paid to give the endorsement. I agree. Yeah? You, know? you just give the endorsement. It's genuine. So we're not going to crush you guys any further. Right. No, no we're good. Perfect, we were, we were going to do a really light dessert, if you were okay with that. But yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm psyched about it though. It's really, it's, yes, it's a cool, please. it's a really fun uh, Hawaiian shaved ice dessert. Oh, let's do it. All right. Yeah. That sounds very light. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. We okay. make, we, make we'll uh, do we do like hibiscus tea and then we freeze it and then we, we, uh, 
running through like a snow cone machine. I'm going to miss dessert. I apologize. It's all good. Um, yeah, Joe's got to go. Yeah. I got to peel out to a to a to a another podcast <laughs> where uh, I was trying to think of a joke. I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like a food. Oh, another podcast? Like I don't know where we only do, uh, forget it. The, uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Joe. I'll get back to you about those other things we were talking about. Yeah. Tonight or Let's May twenty second, and um. Thank you. This was yeah. awesome. Thanks, guys. Great job. We Thanks, appreciate Jill. it. Thanks for coming. I had a blast. And Thank yeah, if it, we could try that dessert. That sounds yeah, uh, sounds perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Good to appreciate meet you. Congrats. Likewise. This is amazing. What is it on uh, Twitter? Joe DeRosa Comedy? I don't have a Twitter. Joe DeRosa Comedy on Instagram. <laughs> That's it. No Twitter Okay, so on Twitter, he's called I Don't Have a Twitter. <laughs> Joe DeRosa Comedy on Instagram. Yes. Thanks, buddy. What do you take pictures of? You don't have to... There, there's a mic over there. Yeah, but then it's going to be a mixing issue, you know? No, it isn't. What do I take... <laughs> uh, you know, I like to make oh, a lot of sandwiches friend. at home, so I'll take pictures of those. Oh, I'll take pictures of uh, my friends and my interests. A lot of video game pictures, because I collect a lot of video games. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot, but you know. Well, be sure to get a good picture of me not showing up to drink with you later. Come on, dude. <laughs> We'll talk. Come on, man. We'll talk. All right. Hey, man. We'll talk. Yeah, because we might go do... There might be something we're going to do tonight. Listen to this phony Hollywood crap. It's not phony, man. Well, there's legit. a thing we might go if do. If I have a free night in Los Angeles, I got options. All right. Yeah. Well, here's... You're, you're in the top three for sure. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Text Thanks, me dude. later. Bye, guys. Joe DeRosa, everybody. Joe DeRosa. Yeah. You don't have to clap. There he goes. <laughs> oh, he's got shorts. Look at him. Look at his shorts. He's already, see, he's sprung into summer. He's ready for it. You're going to be in the next Hallmark uh, love story. Springing it, springing into summer with Joe DeRosa. Unlock the big door. Joe DeRosa has to leave. I'm going to get a ticket pretty soon if I don't. Oh, my God. I don't think we'd be Do here for so long. Well, my we'll God, just, we'll delicious. just, you know, we'll just have a quick taste of the shaved ice and then we'll wrap it up. Holy smokies, huh? This place is so good. I know we say that all the time. I know, but this is. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this time we are not lying to you. Every, I mean, we really do get great food all the time. But this is just, just something about it. It's just right in my wheelhouse. These drinks and the popcorn and the everything is so good. Sharon would love this. Yeah, we'll come back. Come back. We'll have a party with all of our friends. The popcorn. The these these Those chicken noodles, things. The chicken things melt in your mouth, and the soy, the combination of soy and sweet and sour in a sauce is fantastic. I feel like we had something else. I'd never wear that hat anywhere. Well, <laughs> you know, you might maybe on vacation. It's so busy. What do you mean on vacation? You know, you're in where the people tropics. don't know me. They don't wear it. Yeah. If they just had a black hat that said Lono on it, I'd wear it like nobody's business. But. Um. My little dog. Because chest- this also looks like you're a weed enthusiast, that hat you're wearing. Maybe he likes it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's palms, right? Yeah. It's palm trees. Anyway, or birds of paradise. What were you going to say? Uh, your friend Jess Rona groomed my Chester. Oh, yeah? And it was one of the funnest days I've ever. I never even met her. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you just follow She's just her. Eric's wife. Uh, Blake went back that Saturday to get his teeth cleaned there, too. She has a... Uh, 
a, what? a, a dog dentist that comes in and they wrap. A Chester. dog dentist cleans human teeth? No, he brought Chester back. Oh, you really were making it sound like he went back to see the dentist. In their, in their dog grooming dog area. Yeah, they take the little doggy, they wrap him around with a towel, and they put him down kind of like a baby. And then they clean his teeth where he, and it perfectly, perfectly doesn't make a sound, doesn't hurt at all. Complete, no anesthesia. And uh, anyway, the main thing is that he came back the most adorable dog. I swear I thought my mom that was going to be the end. We were going to have to say goodbye to her. She was losing her mind at how cute he was. Everybody was. Everybody went crazy how cute Chester was. So much cuter just because of clean teeth and a grooming? It, it was his grooming because he had been really fluffy for a while, like super, super fluffy. And he had this big, he looked like a Confederate soldier. <laughs> he had like these big sideburns, <laughs> the big jowls, you know. And... um she, she thought he was real cute, and, uh, but what happened was uh, it was that windy, windy day last week, and uh, it took all her power out, so I didn't get a, a blow-dry picture because there was no light, and they just had a, one candle, but she had just finished them up, so next time I take them, maybe we can get a blow-dry picture. Slow blow. Slow blow. It is so fun. I took pictures of them. I'll, put, I'll show you on the, uh, the Instagram. I'll put one or, one or two. I mean, he, he looks like a model. It's like all the foods here today were all so light, uh, but you know, but we had everything. Mm -hmm. So now I feel really full. It is. It is. It's, this is what I was talking about. What we got first. This guacamole is the lightest thing I've ever had, and yet totally satisfying. The chips are really light. The popcorn's light. The chicken was light. The noodles were light. It's just like a really, you know, if you just don't eat like a beast and just have one or two things, the it's really addicting. Yeah. It's As it all. is, popcorn's addicting anyway, but it <laughs> yeah. really is. But this stuff, they did they did good work on it because it's kind of soft and, uh, you know, not wet, but it, it's still, like, doesn't make a huge mess. Mm. Oh, my goodness. There's the shrimp shacks opening. I just heard it. Oh, you heard the shrimp shack I open. did. That's what I thought this was at first because we talked about so much about shrimp. I thought it was some sort of shrimp. Hey, do we need to go to a break? You'll just put it in? It's too late now? Be too weird to go to a break this late? All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the the weird abrupt break earlier in the show. Hopefully and, uh, But stick around till uh, after. Do we have a fun sound effect we can do uh, between the end of the show and uh, my uh, interview that I'm going to send you? Maybe like a... Uh, How about a survivor Like thing? a Polynesian yeah. gong. We're both thinking the same thing. Yeah, gong. That'd be fun. You know, if there's no trouble. Yeah, and then we'll talk to the uh, folks from the um, Apricot Lane Farms out in Moore Park, California. Karen, did you know Moore Park backwards is crap room? Oh, I didn't, but I can't wait because a friend of mine just moved there. <laughs> now you know. Oh, this is going to be my main thing. That's oh, an old Billy you. Reback joke. Oh, I love it. He'd also talk about how the restaurant Tractons was spelled backwards with snot cart. Not cart, but Tractons? Tra Tractons. But what is Tractons? Some steakhouse that existed when comedy was popular. Park, 80s, yeah. 80s some, comedy. Some friends of ours just moved out there, and, uh, you know, they're always saying, hey, why don't you come on out? I'm like, well, that's a, we may not be friends anymore for it's a while. It's far out <laughs> it's there. It's really far. It's far out there. Like, the cheapest Uber was, like, 50, 70 bucks, yeah. something like that. Well, but it was worth it to go to that farm. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy, was that farm cool. I can't I did see the preview. You mentioned it yesterday on texting that you're gonna go to a farm. Yeah. yeah. Um so I checked out the preview and it looks great. Yeah, it's really good. They really do a good job with it. Because he was a document documentary, like or uh, you know, did nature docs, like uh, photography. So then, when he and his wife decided to drop out of society and start their farm, he also filmed a lot of stuff, and then eventually decided to make it into a movie. So in the in the well, well wait, we'll let the people see the movie. Just from what I saw from the preview, I thought it was in Nebraska. Oh no! You know what? I'm confusing the Dak Shepard show that started last night right. with it. Well, I, we talked. I talked yeah. to them about it. Bless this mess is like kind of like a fictionalized version of uh, what they've been doing. Oh, look at oh these things! Oh my God! Those do not seem small or light. There's no reason you had to bring so much of this. Oh my God! <laughs> what is this? Oh wait, get get over. Jump on the uh, microphone over there and tell us about it. Yeah. So this is the uh, Hawaiian shaved ice. What oh. we do is we take hibiscus. Or Jamaica, as I know it. And um, we infuse it with a bunch of different spices like Chinese long pepper, a little bit of vanilla, star anise. And we make this tea, right? And then we take the tea and we pour it into ice cube trays, basically. And then we take those ice cubes and it has this really vibrant color. And then we run it through the snow cone machine. So it's a really like crystally light, um, cold frozen treat. Oh, it's so good. Strawberry, a little sweetened condensed milk. It's kind of a play on a Filipino dessert called Halo Halo, which means mix mix. And um, Best names. A little so, strawberry syrup. So good. Yeah. I can't wait to text Joe and tell him that he missed Yeah, he the actually best did miss out on mm. that. thing. That's my favorite one. Ooh, this is good. Right? Mm-hmm. It's so good, too, because also, like, when you have, like, a... You know, icy dessert like this, and then throw real fruit in there. It's like they don't necessarily go great together because right. it's like so clearly mm-hmm. one's real and one's fake. But this yeah. is all tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. The Ooh. acidity in the fresh strawberry kind of helps balance out the sweetness, and the fresh lime juice helps lift it as well. Yeah, it's so much. You know, yeah. I love, you know, I love shaved ice like in Hawaii. You know, when yeah. you go there and yeah, you have it, totally. it's so fun. But this is better. <laughs> Thank you. That's too Thank sweet. You don't know because shaved ice also has like a lot of it, like. Like, I feel like this, when you get to the bottom, you're not going to get to that ice that's got no flavor in it. Oh, no way. Yeah, Yeah, this is the opposite. Like, the further you get down there. It's not as as syrupy sweet, you know? Yeah. 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 The lime juice and the the spices help with that. This is what they should make. Well, I'm so glad we waited around for this. This is tremendous. Oh, my gosh. And on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. And you are, all of your uh, social media is what? So my Instagram will be at Lespron, my last name. At at Lespron. Yeah. L-E-S-P-R-O-N. P P like Paul. Um, Same with Twitter. Same. Same handle. And what about for the Lono? Lono. Uh, It would be at Lono Hollywood. Is there plans to be Lono anywhere else, or is just Lono Hollywood? No, just we're kind of focusing on this one right now. Once we really are happy with it and an inspirational opportunity comes along, maybe we'll talk about it. But we're focused on making this special and really delivering. The last thing mm-hmm. I want to do is keep opening and opening and opening, and they get watered down and watered down and watered down. So, so you stick with the three you have. So Now, what are yeah. the other ones? Um, what are their themes? Not Melrose t- Umbrella Company is... Uh, started out as a really strong cocktail focused like craft cocktail bar 
And these guys, like I said, they're award-winning guys. And yeah, the cocktails are really, great really talented. So when they brought me on board, um, I know the owner from like 12 years ago at a place where we both started out. My first chef job, his first uh, bartending job. And he called me up. He's like, hey, come on board. And I wanted to create like a really strong culinary program for the, for the group. And that's, that's what we're doing. So now Umbrella has a f- solid food menu. Corner Door in Culver has a really strong Baja-style California fish tacos kind of thing. Ooh. Um, which is great. You know, the fish is from Japan. Hamachi, really fresh. Oh, mm. nice. Um, it's great. Yellowtail, huh? Yeah, yeah, yellowtail. Oh, boy. So. You guys got some good stuff going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is uh, yeah. this is incredible. Thank you oh, so much. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. you. This is any, so, uh, you guys, for doing what you do, man. <laughs> any parting words, Karen? Appreciate Anything it. you got to plug? Not really. I mean, you know, watch out for my Hallmark Channel movie um, starring <laughs> Aristotle. Um, <laughs> so he's in it. It's not just about him. No, he'll be in it. Okay. You know how you know how he is. He's not shy at all. So I'm sure he's going to want to act in this. You know how he is. You know, and you have a role also. Don't don't worry. Oh, okay, good. And you know, we'll get, maybe we'll do one of the scenes here. Dave will totally. come out. In the shack. I love it. I'd love for you to throw ice <laughs> in the movie. Shack, yeah, right. Throw some ice around. What's this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I know, don't drink scowl with ice. I know. Get the Why fuck do out of here. do that? It's a rookie move. I think one of our servers did that. That's I'll a... chop their head off later. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. Crying out loud. All right. Well, for from Lono in Hollywood, for Aristotle, our social media team, and Karen, and myself. Bon appetit, mother effers. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, everybody. I'm in Moore Park, California. I can't believe it. I'm actually uh, at the farm, the Apricot Lane Farms, where uh, a great movie I just saw takes place. Uh, the movie's called The Biggest Little Farm. That's easy to screw up. I could have said those in the wrong order. And I'm sitting here with, uh, how do you describe your connection to the film? The stars and... Well, uh, it's a documentary, so yeah, we're the subjects. The subjects and, and the stars and, and the photographer. And I'm, uh, and, and I, and I, and I'm the filmmaker. Yeah, well. John Chester and his wife Molly Chester. Uh, where were you living when you... We're in that we were, apartment in Los Angeles somewhere? Yeah, so we, yeah, we were in Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica, and their dog barked too much, so they had to move somewhere. I got the idea, let's go start our own uh, farm. Because that's a logical, right? Yeah. It fix. Super, <laughs> super smart fix. I mean, my girlfriends were having some issues with some cats, so we might do the same thing. <laughs> it's just move to somewhere where her cats can live. Okay. <laughs> There's the premise for the whole film that we made. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, and it's. Uh, I, I'm so happy that uh, that it all you know worked out, and that also you 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 did it your own way. And the, the idea was that you wanted a farm that had everything, not just one particular crop or one type of animal. Yeah. The idea was to essentially reawaken the ecosystem of this land, which meant you had to infuse it with the same level of biological diversity that a healthy ecosystem would contain. I mean, that's, that's how an ecosystem works, right? It, it balances itself through diversity so that you don't get epidemics of pests and disease. It's not perfect, but it's, it's the way to collaborate. 
Has anyone else, when the, when the gophers show up in the movie, has anybody else said to you that you should have just got Bill Murray to come take care of all the gophers? Yeah, like that. he did in Caddyshack? Because <laughs> yeah. that, gopher, that gopher puppet in Caddyshack, it's ridiculous in that movie, but then when you see the real thing, it's like, it, Kinda pretty, like it. pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, you start <laughs> just, to it just doesn't dance when the music comes yeah. on. Yeah, and then, yeah Bill, Bill Murray was our, one of our first calls when we had the epic <laughs> gopher problem. We need um, to, you gotta take care of these varmints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was a silly question. I'm going to ask real questions now. At what point does your decision to start your own farm become a documentary? Because you were a documentary, uh, you shot wildlife film. wildlife footage. Yeah, yeah, that was your thing, and uh, so you obviously. Ha, you know, kept getting footage along the way through this process, but at what point did it become, let's make it into a movie? Once, once I thought that I might have something, you know, to share, to say, um, because we didn't know what we were doing, we weren't farmers, and we didn't know if actually turning the engine of the ecosystem back on was going to work, but around year five, we saw the return of so much wildlife that had like this purposeful intent that would balance out the issues we were having, like ladybugs coming back and abolishing, obliterating um, aphid populations and the return of like barn owls to eat gophers and gopher snakes and the coyotes were starting to kind of work with the system. At that point I knew I, I had a very unique perspective and story to share with people that, that inspired me enough to want to make a film again because I really you know, started farming because I was you know, not inspired with the kind of work that I was that I was doing anymore. So yeah, and then you filmed you filmed yeah. over how many years? So it's eight years in total. Um, but the whole time, even while reluctantly not admitting that I would ever make a film about it, I always I learned through the whole experience of being a filmmaker that regret is way more painful than the time wasted to just capture something for a moment that right. you see. And so I was like amassing this footage uh, over the period of years without really telling anyone. Did you, did you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I saw the cameras and things, and, but he always has a camera, and, but he really did kind of give up the industry. I didn't, we didn't go into this thinking that it was going to be a film, and then he just started just capturing things a little bit, a little bit more, and by year five then he started talking really about doing something. That got real. I think we were both like inspired that it was working. You know? Yeah. And it was, that was year five that mm -hmm. we like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. actually happening. Yeah, and you were getting footage of uh, everything as you went along each turn. So it just it plays so uh, so beautifully. Mm. It comes yeah, together you. really nice, you know, because that's, that's my documentaries are generally very good if you're going to a theater, you know, if it's getting a release and you're going to theater to see it, because, you know, something had to happen. Yeah. You know, they had to capture something. Yeah. It couldn't be like the biggest little farm. Look at this great farm yeah. we made. Yeah. Yeah. No problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that could be cute, but I don't know if it's going to, you know, uh, get out there in the documentary circuit. But also this show, uh, this movie is uh, so much more, uh, you know, life-affirming and fun than, than you'll find in a lot of, you know, documentaries, because documentaries can be, uh, obviously pretty heavy yeah. but is it throughout the film you always say apricot yeah um, what, what's your reaction to people who say apricot both apparently are right right that's my reaction but you guys are consistent you never nobody in the movie says it the we, other way we had to make a decision <laughs> I, I honestly truly don't even know what I say apricot 
Apricot Lane Farms. And, yeah, yeah. And some people say apricot. Like if Here you're from the, are. I feel like Welcome Midwest. Is it might apricot. be a regional thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Tomato, tomato. Is that like a similar? I guess so. But those, that's the thing about tomato and tomato. Well, nobody says tomato. It just sounds too, uh, yeah, too yeah. elegant. Too, yeah, too snooty. But, uh, but I guess tasting. Uh, but uh, I just think apricot sounds more like, uh, you know, uh, a soap or a flavor. Or, you know, like it's just more uh, artisanal sounding yeah. than apricot. Apricot yeah, sounds agree. like apple. Or... Yeah, we're apricot. Yeah, we're apricot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad we settled that. Thanks for properly addressing that worked us. out. <laughs> um, okay, I can't even read my own writing at this point. Uh, oh, so this story, this documentary, I think is destined to be adapted into a narrative feature film or TV mm. series. So, have you guys thought about who is going to play each of you in the movie? I. I had uh, some casting yeah. ideas I was throwing. Uh, I, I'm I like scared one. on the way I'm here. Sca- I don't want you to tell me. Can you mute that and then tell me? <laughs> no, them? but that's the thing. Is it's movie, It's got to be movie stars. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think you're going to be insulted. I'm not going to say, you know, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> Although Danny is a movie star. But you know, it's going to oh, be like, you know what I mean? Like Clooney, Matt Damon. Oh, like, these who are, are you good thinking? Ones? Yeah, the, I mean, look, you're, hitting, you're saying it, so it's better. Yeah, Tom Hanks is a little old now, I think. Yeah, yeah. But he could have definitely captured that. All those would be great. <laughs> or I was thinking maybe, you know, real-life couple John Krasinski and Emily Blunt could, uh, yeah. could play oh, the yeah. parts. Yeah. I think that would be... Yeah. Because that, that, would, that would be perfect, actually. I was saying um, earlier to my girlfriend that, uh, <laughs> that uh, you reminded me of, like, a, a, like somebody like an Emily Blunt uh, should play you because you never, you never seem to have much doubt about it. You're always very strong and to the point. And, yeah. you know, I don't know, you know, what's different on the editing room floor. Yeah. Like, did you ever, like, did you ever get, like, did you ever, like, yell at him for filming too much or? Not for filming too much. That doesn't bother me. But I, um, uh, we argue. I mean, we've had, our relationship has gone through the ringer for what we're doing. We're definitely right. stronger because of it. But we, sure. Have a couples therapist. We really have an great. incredible yeah. couples therapist. <laughs> so that he, he's able to buy a summer home yeah. so we can live in one home. Yeah, we're trying to learn how to argue, you know, the way that's productive and not sliding into the areas that aren't productive because we're naturally going to disagree. And what we bring to the table for each other is the completion of what each other needs. Mm-hmm. So it's. Um, that's yeah. what our therapist says. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the whole experience of like being out of control in the middle of this ecosystem that we, you know, brought back to life, it, it, there's so much self-doubt and, and really yeah. no one has the answers. So there's really nothing tangible to grab onto. So you're, you're trying not to just sort of destroy each other out of fear. Yeah, it's hard not to be frustrated with each other right. when everything's going wrong. And yeah, like, you want to blame know, something. The movie gets to move on to the next you know, success yeah. or something, but when you're actually yeah. living it, you have to you know, go to bed at night and be together and yeah. yeah. It's darker, it's definitely, it definitely was darker than the movie you know, showed, but it really was, the movie was more about the animals and their sort of story along with ours, so that you couldn't go too deep, you know? Yeah, and we are kind of the, the classic optimist-pessimist in the sense that I'm kind of the never-ending optimist, but then that also can mean I have blind spots sometimes, and he's the pessimist who can sometimes weigh, weigh down a little bit, but he has sight and that depth 
that, uh, sorry, did that? I never knew I was like We need our therapist. Can you give me a call? <laughs> Molly's like a hummingbird. You did see more, the more of the downer of the two, I have to say. <laughs> like, you were more likely to be like, well, this is, there's nothing we can do about I, this. No. And she'd be like, this is something we're going to I like do. to think of that as like logic. Uh, yeah. Practicality. Well, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, right. I think yeah. that's the battle right. of the sexes in general. Right. Yeah. Sorry, logic. Realism it's, versus. Uh, yeah, maybe yes. we should call it Your realism is her pessimism. Right. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Do you so this this farm so much work? Like, what are there hobbies? Are there other things that Hell, there's you, you're into, or is it nothing. all about the farm <laughs> well, all the time? I, I well, dance, and my instructor, who has become a friend, comes here to a little room we have on the farm, and we have five or six girls who get together two times a week, <laughs> and that keeps me sane. Yeah, that sounds that's fun. Yeah, that's nice. And I, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I swim. That's pretty much it. I used to surf, but now uh, I don't have any time for that. Um, we have, well, a, we have a four-year-old kid. And we have a boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then also as filmmakers, like, are you interested in uh, other films that are out there? Like, do you, do you see movies much, or is there no time for that? There's, there's not a lot of time for we that. Do we do I think documentaries are yeah. something we watch a lot of. John um, watches more than me, for sure. Well, yeah. on my show, I always ask my guests, what was the last movie you saw? Do you remember the last movie you watched? I think I saw Icarus last. The, oh yeah, that's that's a documentary that's got some yeah. twists to it because yes. it started out being about one thing and then ended up being yeah. about the the guy that was I loved it. supplying I it was the uh, the doping. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, Black Klansman. Okay, that and uh, Green Book. I watched all the. You watched the Oscar. Uh, I watched the Oscar. You, get, run you the, fall for the Oscar bait. <laughs> I was I was clicking through that to sort of catch up after to find out what was all the what yeah was what the, the fuss was what, about. It was all the fuss about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great answers to all the questions. I just have one more. Uh-oh. Yeah. And um, did it ever at any point come up, uh, the idea of maybe having some sort of uh, spot to grow cannabis on this farm? We, we jokingly talked about that as our... As our um, as our uh, parachute, our parachute. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't come up in your family-friendly movie. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but like, the thing people need to understand about that is, as soon as you, as soon as you grow cannabis, you now have to put in uh, fences that are like eight feet tall with wire, and uh, there's a whole lot of other. Fun you bring stuff in more around. dangerous stuff than coyotes when you. Uh, yeah. Right, exactly. yeah. When you're making yeah. uh, when you're making issues. drugs. Suddenly, you need guns that, sh- that, that 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 have like a clip attached to it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a whole other thing, unfortunately. No, but, we do uh, not. There's no easy solutions. We have no, we have no plans. To no, have no aspirations yes. in that area. Well, that's that's only. Fair. But with our soil, it would be the best. It ever. would be good. Yeah. Well, the movie comes out on May 10th. Yep. Uh, how do you know how many screens? Like, uh, well, it's New York. Cities? So it launches in New York, in LA, the first week, May tenth, and uh-huh. then it, it goes out um, gradually wide uh, over the next two weeks It'll after expand that. Yeah, several the... hundred theaters after. Yeah, the so weekend. get it in, everybody. Uh, you know, don't go to that three-hour Avengers movie no. when you can have ninety minutes of pure life. Thank Aww, you. <laughs> Love good. it. Are you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Is that movie? We're changing Oof. the posters right I'm already now. exhausted about a three-hour Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy seeing it on a larger screen? Did you see it? Or no, I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. I'm just saying that's probably oh. your no, biggest I mean, competition I mean, just, right now. Film. Oh, yeah. We saw a screening at uh, 
screening room in uh, Beverly Hills. It's nice on a larger screen. Oh, yeah. Screen. Absolutely. No, that's what, one of the things I would say to people is try to see it as, as big as possible. And, but any, any way you see it, if it ends up on whatever streaming yeah. service or whatever, yeah. it's, it's a, a terrific experience. And, uh, and yeah, I, I definitely want people to know about it. So and it is can, something you can do with your whole damn family. It, yeah, the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what else? You guys can stick around and help us with chores now because we're... Are you into that? No. That's what I heard was an option that like you would t show us how to do some stuff and then we'd, we'd actually do it. Because I know I, I love that part of the film where you guys figured out, hey, if we just uh, tell people, hey, want to volunteer to come work on a farm, people will do that. They show up. That's, it's an experience the, people want to have. Those are all the volunteers that have come Oh, through. I love that. I'll take a picture of that yeah. before I leave. And they've lived here. <laughs> each of them lived here for at least three months. Some of them have lived here as long as six years. Wow. Some of them are still here and we can't, they, they we still can't find them. They still are working for free. Wow. No, they're not working for yeah. free. They, these, are, these are all, if they're here, they're now um, part of the paid team. Yeah. Well, people should go to uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest little farm dot movie dot com. Yeah, biggestlittlefarmmovie.com. Right? Yeah, to find out more about the movie, where they could see it, and, um, and then also about uh, this place in general. Yeah, so then you could link off to that to Apricot. Lane Farms with an S dot com. Yeah, don't pronounce it apricot when, it'll you, take when you're typing. Different. When you're typing it, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's, and it'll spe know. it's spelled the same either way. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank it you. It was great. Thank you for having us on. No problem. Bye. Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. Donnie was dog and mommy. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.